Hello everyone, you're listening to America Meditating Radio. We collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts on demand 24-7. I'm Sister Jenna, host of the syndicated America Meditating Radio. Join us as we talk one-on-one with leading experts who answer life's most compelling questions. Because in a world of uncertainty, we need answers right here, right now. America Meditating Radio, a show for everyone to learn more about this amazing thing called life. Om Shanti. The time that we choose to be aware doesn't necessarily require me to just sit and meditate. But even while I walk and move around, I can be in a meditative awareness, which is awareness of the soul, the original, eternal imperishable being of light. For a little while, I'd like to invite you to be present, to be here, and to be now. Allow your mind to settle in the moment, to relax. This meditation is about awareness. It's about becoming aware of your original and eternal self. It's about connecting to your truth. Let go of your name. And observe yourself feeling nameless. Let go of your gender to discontinue thinking you're a man or a woman. Let it go and observe how you would feel walking around without a gender. Let go of the role that you play and let go of the titles that you own. Observe how you're feeling as you are gradually letting go. Let go of your religion and put it aside just for now. And let go of your nationality and even the language that you're accustomed to. Imagine you have no name, gender, role, title, religion, nationality, or even a language. 
ask yourself, how do you feel at this moment? And in this feeling, who would think of you and who would you think of? Supreme Soul would think of you, and you, the liberated soul, would think of the Supreme. In this state of absolute freedom, I am truly who I am. A free Peaceful, pure, immortal, and eternal soul. Allow yourself to just be absorbed in this awareness. this time. Hello everyone. Happy New Year. Welcome to America Meditating Radio that was letting go from inclusion, revolution together with love. I appreciate you starting the year off with us. I appreciate you and I hope that you appreciate you too. It's a new year. It's a a new opportunity. It is giving us second chances things to maybe tap deeper into. 2020 definitely gave us a lot to think about and gave us less to do in a particular way. Many of us have been so caught up in the doing that 2020 was the year that invited us in being. How much have you changed since last year? Have you been able to identify your growing curves? What's been your latest enlightenment and realization? Feel free to send us a note on any of our social media links to let us know what you have learned during this time. I'm looking forward to our guest, Diana Cole. She says it's possible to heal our lives by learning to listen to our own inner guidance, and she shows people actually how, in her new book, Spirit Translator, Seven Truths for Creating Well-Being and Connecting with Spirit. Diana Cole is a spirit translator, thought leader, and author, passionate about spirit guidance. She's committed to teaching people how to access it for themselves so they may find freedom from pain and limitation and live a life of abundance, fun, and inspiration. She's also the co-author of Pillars of Success with Jack Canfield, and her first children's book, Alina, the Positive Thought Warrior, is due to be released. Today we're happy to welcome Diana Cole to America Meditating Radio. Hi, Diane. Happy New Year. Welcome. Hi. Thank you for having me here with you today. Oh, fantastic. Good to have you. How is everything faring for you? How did you close 2020? I think that it doesn't really feel totally closed yet because we're still feeling this energy of not being Mm. able to do the things we want to do. But I've been really thankful and feeling really good, actually. Glad to hear that. 
some of us are trying to move on, but there's still the lingering, you know, of the fact that we're still with a pandemic that still is taking the lives of so many individuals and there's still that air that's looming, you know, be careful, be cautious. Things have changed a lot. Have you been able to identify some of the changes that you have gone through in the last year? Well, you know, I think that for me, the biggest changes are just not going out and traveling the way that I like to. But because I'm somebody who does stay home and, you know, sort of writes quietly on my own, I've done pretty well. It's really my family that has, you know, struggled with all the closures a little bit more than I have. So I've been working to try to keep them happy, even though we're all home together. (laughs) How's that been? Because I've heard that a lot of the families with the kids at home, that's been a new opportunity. Yeah, my daughter is a senior in high school, so it's been an interesting senior year for her being home. And we really have been social distancing. We haven't been spending time with people. So it's been interesting for her not to have a senior year that's more social, but she's doing really well. Oh, good to hear that. Well, let's get right into your story. You're the daughter of a prominent figure in the New Age movement in San Francisco, the Bay Area. How did your father's work and his teaching actually shape the teacher, author, and well-being expert that you've become? I think that it shaped me completely because everything that he taught me up until three years ago when he died, he was teaching me constantly, and everything that he taught me is now what I'm trying to teach others. I realized that what I learned was really important and it isn't something that a lot of people are exposed to. And when I got to the place where I realized how important this teaching was, I realized I needed to share it with everybody. Nice to hear that. Some of us could be raised with family members that are very spiritual. Some of us were brought up with families that are not, but we ended up spiritual What was it that actually inspired you to work in this area, helping people to connect with their internal spiritual guidance? Because you didn't have to follow in your father's footsteps. So what call inside of you that moved you in this direction? Well, I think what happened was I didn't follow in his footsteps initially and brought me a lot of pain. You know, I had a lot of ups and downs and the downs were really low. And when I got to a place where I realized that doing things my way, which was almost quieting all of the stuff I had learned from him and that I was learning from him so that I could just live my own life independently. I realized I needed some help to pull myself out of my lows. And I went back to what he taught me and it transformed my life in such an amazing way that I realized I had been not listening for too long and that it was time to actually put everything that I had learned to work, and it really helped me. Was there something specific that you were able to identify that kind of took you out of that hole or took you out of that pattern that you felt wasn't really working for you? Yeah, I had this moment where nothing was working for me in my life at that time, or I didn't see that it was at all. And I sat down and I decided that it was time to go back and do what I had learned as a young child. And that was having conversation with spirit. And I started asking questions and getting answers. And I followed the answers. I followed the information and the teachings that were coming through. And my life changed really quickly. And those are the seven lessons that I learned are basically in the book, The Seven Truths. And what are some of those? Could you share them with us? 
Yeah, I can share. I'll tell you what they are. Truth number one is thought is the action that creates your life. Truth number two, you are an energy being. Truth number three, your feelings are your compass. Truth number four, each moment can be delicious. Truth number five, spirit is speaking to you always. Truth number six is the earth is your guru. And truth number seven is kindness is your God power. Explain how the earth is your guru. Well, you know, a lot of times I think we get to these places in our lives where we don't know what to do or we don't know our next move. And what really came through to me is that going out into nature and just becoming very aware of your surroundings, of how things are working in nature, will help you give you clues to how you can live your own life. For me, when I was in Hawaii and I was sitting by the ocean and I was listening to the waves crashing on the rocks, it came through that if you live like the ocean in that moment, that was the lesson that was coming through, then you realize that you have more power than you think you do. And the ocean sometimes, you know, will wash away ashore or have rough seas, but it doesn't intend to harm. It's just powerful and it's doing what the ocean does. It's ebbing and flowing. And that was really important for me because I think that a lot of us try to almost dull our own internal power so that we can appear kinder maybe or so that we can appear somebody that's approachable or I think that power sometimes is used in the wrong way. And I think that if we can really start understanding that we are powerful people, that we're powerful energy, and that power can be used to enhance our lives and to enhance the Mm -hmm. lives of the people around us, then that's really important. Let's speak to that a little bit more, dumbing down yourself for others to feel important. Mm -hmm. How does that play out? Because I do relate to that. I feel on many occasions there are a lot of gifts and things that I'm just capable of doing without much effort. And for a long time, I've just tried to play the game of the humble one. But there are times Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm not being genuine to myself. How do you speak to that? So I look at it like you were just saying, you know, we dumb ourselves down just to seem that we're okay, we're kind, we're humble. But where's the balance? Dumbing yet showing your power. What does that look like? I think that being truly powerful means that you understand that you have the ability to alter or change the way you're feeling, to improve your own life, and to spread the good energy and the powerful energy that you have to other people and touch others in a really positive way. I think that from a young age, we're taught not to be, don't boast about yourself or don't be too powerful. Stay quiet, stay private, keep your head down, focus on yourself. And I don't think that we're really taught that we are powerful beings, all of us, and that we have this capability to not only recognize our gifts, but to really enhance other people's lives through our gifts. So for me, you know, it's really about becoming totally aware of who you are as energy being. Maybe what it's really about being so full inside where your humility can't be hidden. You're just spiritually full. And so Mm -hmm. you don't have to dumb down. You're Mm -hmm. going to seem full anyway when you come across. So when you're saying you're more powerful than you'll ever know, I get that. And so when I look at the power, I look at the power from a really deep spiritual dimension where this is a really solid person. So even when they come across 
you don't feel the arrogance of their solid personality. You feel the work that they've put in. You feel the beauty. You feel the grace. It feels actually quite sacred. Their Mm -hmm. form of power is quite sacred. So I think that many of us are still trying to learn what does it mean to really show up with your power because a lot of times the ego comes in that expression like, well, here's my title. Here's how much I've done. This is the way that I look. This is who I belong to. And that's not power. The real power is something from deep inside. Part of your work involves the power of positive thinking, and I know you've given us seven of those points. You call yourself a positive thought warrior, and you say that we Mm -hmm. should not only do what we love, but we should also think what we love. I love that. Could you explain Mm -hmm. that a little bit further? So the first thing that I really needed to do to improve my own life was to alter the way that I was thinking about my life. And I think that a lot of us can look at our own lives or even simply looking at a day that we've had and you tend to look at the things that didn't go so well for yourself and you try to figure out how to improve those, right? We're using our thinking minds a lot to try to figure out how to prove our own existence. What really shifted for me was when I started looking at as many moments as I could and think about the joy that existed in each moment. And the way to do this organically is to do something that you love. When you're doing something that you love, if you can talk to yourself about the loving of it, and you can talk to yourself about the joy you're feeling in it, and then after you've completed that exercise or whatever it is that you're doing that you love, go back to that feeling and think about how that felt so that you can create other feelings and other thoughts that match those. So for example, if I went for a run, let's say, and I love running and I'm thinking about how good it feels to be out running and I love the wind on my face and I'm thinking about these things, right? I love that my body can move in this way. I love that there is a place that I'm running to and that I feel so good when I get there. I love how my body feels when I get home. I love that I'm able to be here in this moment. So you're talking to yourself about what it is you're doing. And then later on in the day, if you're at work or helping your children with their homework or whatever you're doing, you can go back to that moment and you can remember how good that felt. You can remember the wind on your face. You can remember that your body is miraculous and was able to help you go from one place to another. And you can live in that place of feeling good for more moments than just the moments that you were in that activity. Mm. You know, sometimes it just takes a lot of inner courage to just keep pushing through because Mm. the soul has a tendency of not paying attention to all of those unnecessary thoughts that we have in a day or in a week or in a month. I call them waste thoughts or negative thoughts. A waste thought is when you have the same thought more than three times and maybe the Mm -hmm. same thought that, basically isn't taking you anywhere or waste thought is just looking at something that isn't connected to your destiny. So I think Mm -hmm. a lot of us tend to get so accustomed to the patterns of wasteful thinking that we don't necessarily have the resilience to maintain that positive thought warrior mentality. And what I like about what you're offering in the book is that at least you're giving everyone tips that they can keep practicing until they build that Mm -hmm. energy inside of them. It's so easy for us to become consumed with desires. We want a big house, money, a new 
partner, vacation, on and on. But you say it's not the thing we want. It's actually the feeling. And you mentioned a little bit about that already. But are you saying that I need to feel the partner that I want? I need to feel the vacation? I've been feeling a penthouse overlooking the Atlantic for decades. It ain't come yet. <laughs> so it's like, well, how do I kick that feeling in that it can actually work? Yeah. I don't think that getting the penthouse that you've been dreaming about is actually the thing that will make you feel as amazing as you think. It'll make you feel really good for a little while, but then you'll go home to your primary residence or you'll live there full time and you'll start getting bills and then you'll start finding out that maybe the weather isn't what you thought or you'll start having problems that need to be fixed in your home and that love and that desire that you have for the penthouse is going to start waning a little bit and you might even decide to sell it one day and be excited when it's sold. So for me, I think that we all want so many things and there's a lot of things that I want too, but it's not really the thing I want. It's the feeling of getting it that I want. It's the feeling of walking into the penthouse. It's the feeling of knowing, oh my God, this is mine now. Walking in, feeling it, smelling it, thinking about where the furniture is going to go, imagining having a party with your friends there who can share that with you. And if you can go to that place where you're already there, first of all, you're going to feel the same benefit of actually having it, but you're actually going to draw it towards you. You're going to become more magnetic to it by living in the energy that it's living in. Okay. All right. So I'm just going to pretend that I'm really waking up every day looking at that Atlantic and the penthouse is there, and I'm actually feeling the wind blowing through my hair and love the ocean. <laughs> you know what the feeling is? I actually have identified the feeling. It's freedom, absolute mm-hmm. freedom. And I know I get that in meditation. It's just the penthouse and the Atlantic is also quite complementary. All right. Mm-hmm. So as we are approaching this, as we are in this new year, many of us are entering it with chronic stress, anxiety, and a lot of fear. You identify three mindset shifts which will help us move from suffering to self-compassion. Could you give us that gift for 2021? Yeah, so the first thing that I think we need to do is to quiet the noise and don't focus so much on what's happening out there or what we're hearing on the news or the things that are happening around us. Start thinking about or going into yourself and just thinking about how you feel and care more about how you feel than about what the reality around you looks like. I think that's, you know, really important. And it's also really important to be grateful for what you do have, to look at the things in your life that are working for you and the things that are joyful and to really live in those moments for as long as possible. Very nice. Good advice. You say no pain equals no pain. What do you mean? So I think that a lot of time people feel despair about maybe the past of a loved one, or they feel the pain of a physical injury. And when you think about the pain that you're in, you create more pain. So for me, the best way to stay pain-free is to not look at the pain, but to look at the other things around it. So if I have a physical injury, for example, which I have had, and instead of looking at or thinking about how much it hurts or the pain that I'm in, If I can think about all the parts of my body that aren't in pain and I can think about things in my life that are joyful and not painful, then I am in some ways decreasing 
the feeling of the pain that I'm experiencing. Okay, I get it. But they sometimes say no pain, no gain. Yeah. Well, I owned exercise studios for many years, and that was something that I heard a lot. (laughs) (laughs) You know, people would tell me, no pain, no gain, i got to make it hurt. And the thing is, life shouldn't be painful. It should be challenging, but not painful. So it's really no challenge, no gain, not no pain, no gain. (laughs) Now, I tend to ask this question a lot because I've seen it, and I'm always looking for that one little, "Mm," that will just wake everyone up. A lot of us at some point in our journey, if not even a whole lifetime, we just get stuck. We get stuck Mm -hmm. in a narrative. We get stuck in a relationship that we need to let go of. We get stuck in a job that we hate. We get stuck in our heads. Come and find me 20 years later as the same person. I just haven't moved. I know this particular relative, and I had gone to visit them years ago, and they were in Chicago. And they went to bed with the television on, and they woke up with the television on. I went back and I saw them maybe like 10 years later. I saw the same. They went to bed with the television on. They woke up with the television on and it was the same energy. And I'm suspecting it's still continuing. And I would say Mm -hmm. they're stuck. There's no way someone Mm -hmm. can be happy just doing that. They've just given up on themselves. What's your suggestion in helping somebody who is stuck inside or Mm -hmm. in a situation? Well, you know, it takes a lot of courage. And really what it takes, I think, is getting to the place where you internally decide that it's not working anymore. So the first thing is the person who's stuck has to recognize that they don't want to be stuck anymore or they can't really be helped. And really it's about turning off that noise, turning off that TV, not feeling like the comfort of the chatter will keep you safe. It's more about feeling like, you have everything you need inside you and you can access the answers, all your questions. It lives inside you. And I think that for a lot of people, it's hard maybe because it hasn't been taught or because it feels abnormal when you look around and you see what other people are doing, but it takes filling and a quieting and it takes conversations with yourself that are joyful and positive and getting to know yourself as a positive being to really change those patterns. And it takes work. I have people come to me and say, you know, I've tried positive thinking before, or I've tried other programs for getting unstuck, and they don't work. And I would say, you're right, they don't work. If you read a few affirmations or do a course online, anybody's course, mine included, and you just Mm -hmm. kind of go read it, and you're done with it, those things aren't going to work, right? Read a book, don't follow what it says. It's not going to work. It's a practice. And just like meditation or yoga or anything else we do in our lives, it's a practice. And living our best lives and feeling good is something we have to work at. It's a practice, something we have to be committed to every day. Yes, I got you. Well, that's great advice, and thank you so much. And I think it'll definitely help somebody along the way for 2021 and beyond because it is up to us to be able to initiate and sustain the transformation. Any closing remarks you would like to share with us, Diana? I just want to say that I really believe this year is going to be a lot better for all of us. I think that we should feel really optimistic and really excited and grateful that we're here and that we can experience another year. I agree. Thank you so much. Leave us with a website where individuals can get information about you. 
Yeah, my website is dianacole.com. And on social media, I'm the Diana Cole. Sounds absolutely perfect. Diana Cole, thank you so much. And make 2021 really special. All the best. Thank you. You're welcome. Nice advice, everyone, from Diana Cole. Go and check out her book, Spirit Translator, Seven Truths for Creating Well-Being and Connecting with Spirit. She's also the co-author of Pillars of Success, alongside with Jack Canfield. And she also had produced what? I think it was her first children's book, Lena, The Positive Thought Warrior, is due to be released this year. So do follow her and keep up with what she's offering. I'm sure there'll be some magical ingredient somewhere. Hey, it's a lot to hold on to, but you know what? Sing, dance, and celebrate. (laughs) We don't have a choice, really. That's what we need to do to keep the energy of the soul up and alive and full. And we have to begin to feel that we're blessed. Regardless of how it is turning out, we're blessed. Invite you to travel around the world and look at 75% of the world under human rights violation. And it's a billion children who don't go to bed with proper drinking water. Just be blessed. Accept that you're blessed. Remember, no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission. And we really are here to love each other the same. Here is Karen Drucker. I am blessed. Take care, everyone.
Sister Jenna, you've been listening to America Meditating Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Did you enjoy that conversation? Because you can also listen to it on Spotify or on iTunes, 24-7, anytime, anywhere. I do trust we all have inner power to become our very best. When we listen with curiosity to learn more, we grow. So thanks so much for tuning in, and do be easy on yourself. Take care.